0: In my grandpa shirt today <laughs> how's everybody doing tonight good good so before i get into this i want to point something out even when we're doing you know listening to i know it's not as good as having a live keyboardist here and having awesome ryan play the drums but what happens when a song comes on you like on the radio what's the first thing you start doing Sing along, tap your foot, move the hips maybe a little bit. What do you guys like? Dear Lord! Lord. Nobody said that. (laughs) It's the same when you start hearing a, a song, a worship song. That little bit of movement, that little bit of foot tapping, anything other than, you know, something. That's worship too. Alright, I digress. I'm sorry. I room like Bunch of Songies was a form of worship. It you know what? Like, no of the dead raised on the day of crucifixion, right? <laughs> Alright everybody. So today I'm talking about the still small voice. Uh how many of us have ever heard that term? The still <laughs> small voice. Yeah? What does it mean to you, Erica? Um, it's like a voice in you go back there having like, you know it's telling you what's right, what to do, what to follow. Um, um, it's, it's, it's guiding you. A reassurance, yeah. right? Yeah. So, we're going to go back to where that term actually came from, right? This is First uh, Kings chapter 19. We're going to get through a couple of scriptures today, guys, so bear with me. Starting in verse 9, uh, this is talking about Elijah, right? Elijah, if you guys remember... He was kind of cool. He had, did a few cool things. Yeah. But this is, is it today. He usually plays the guitar. I know, right? He's usually yeah. here playing guitar for us. But this is right after he had challenged the priests of Bailey. He said, hey, tell you what. You call on your God. I'm going to call on my God. First one to send fire wings. Right? And he, he made a fool out of him. Won an amazing victory for God. Ended up making a life-changing thing, right? So, right after that, though, he starts running. He gets scared. There he went into a cave and spent the night. And the word of the Lord came to him. What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left. And now they are trying to kill me too. The Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart, and shattered rocks before the Lord. The Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, came a gentle whisper. Elijah heard it, and he pulled back his cloak over his face and went and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He goes through the whole thing again. You know, I've been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, tore down your altars, and put your prophets to death with a sword. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. Why do you think God did it that way? It's an open question. Anybody can respond. (laughs) Why do you think God... Think about that. You are in a cave in a mountain somewhere. You hear wind blowing, (coughs) storm blowing outside that is just unbelievable, right? Think about that for a second. We're going to skip around, okay? We're going to go to Deuteronomy 31.6. Said, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. The Lord your God goes with you, and he will never leave you nor forsake you. Then up to uh all the way to John 27, and 28. My sheep listen to my voice, I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. So God wanted Elijah to remember something. He wanted to know, him to know that no matter what was going on around him, no matter how big the storm, or how, how hot the fire got, Elijah was one of God's chosen people. And God <coughs> will handle the troubles of this world. And he will do so the same way he created the universe with a still, small voice, with a gentle whisper. I made my tech bigger so I wouldn't lose my spot, and I still lost my spot. <laughs> so let's, let's keep going uh, on to verse 15. The Lord said to him, Go back the way you came. Go to the desert of Damascus. When you get there, anoint Hazael king of Aram. Also anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi king over Israel. And anoint Elijah, Elisha, son Shaphat, from Abel, Meholah, to succeed you as prophet. Jehu will put to death any who escape the sword of Hazael. And Elisha will put to death any who escape the sword of Jehu. So just real quick, right there. God's saying, look, I haven't (coughs) forgotten about you. I know you're the only one left. I know it seems like there's a just deep, dark abyss in front of you, but I haven't forgotten about you. I'm here to remind you, I'm going to tell you, you have these three people, two kings and another prophet to be, that I'm going to set up as a guard in front of you. Yet I reserve 7,000 in Israel, all whose knees have, have not bowed down to Baal, and whose mouths were not. God also reminded, hey, you are the only prophet left, but you're, there are still 7,000 people here that I can send and support of you. That I can, that, yeah. Oh, that's good. Elijah was scared and tired. He wanted to be gone. God reminded him he would never leave him or forsake him. So many places in the Bible we can look and see that God outright tells us that if we let Him fight for us, then the battle has been determined before it even starts. And He's going to win. <coughs> you go to Deuteronomy 20. When you go to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots and an army greater than yours, do not be afraid of them, because the Lord your God, who brought you up out of Egypt, will be with you. When you are about to go into battle, the priest shall come forward and address the army. He shall say, Here is written. Today, you're going into battle against your enemies. Do not be faint hearted or afraid. Do not panic or be terrified. By them. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies and to give you victory. Then we can go uh, backwards, right? even a little bit further, into Exodus, said, this is one of my favorites, the Lord will fight for you, you need only be still. In that moment when the fire was coming, right, you think maybe Elijah instinctually wanted to run. It's not a <laughs> But no, he was still, he waited. We better understand, when we look at all that, what Paul meant in Romans 8, 8.31. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who could be against us? God is always working, always fighting for us, even when we don't realize it or believe it. It was the still, small voice that told Elijah he would be protected. That there were three mighty men that God was going to raise up to prevent Elijah from being murdered. And sometimes we face things that seem so loud and dangerous, they can cause us to be afraid. They can make us want to run. So easy in today's time to look around and see the fires, hear the storms outside, feel the earthquake under our feet. But I really want to remind us tonight that we have to stop. We have to listen for the still small voice in the middle of all the chaos that's there reassure us that's there to comfort us i was going to go a very different way with this tonight uh, but i kept hearing encouragement encouragement and that's really what i think we all need right now what i need so you all get to listen in things are not perfect but when we got jesus they're as close as they're going to be before we get to heaven that still, small voice, that peaceful moment when you get to spend time with God. And I encourage each and every one of you, every morning, sit and as silent as you can be. Don't turn your music on yet. Don't listen to the radio yet. Sit in that silence and listen for the still, small voice. Focus on God. And just know that He's already made a way for us. I'll stand up tight.